Dozens of container ships offshore from the ports of Los Angeles and Long Beach are the most visible symbols of a nation's besieged supply chains. The fleet of massive ships represent the magnitude of the supply chain crisis and the systematic failure of the port infrastructure to meet surging consumer demand. The goal was to process thousands of extra containers during each weeknight. The Biden administration also revealed an agreement to waive fees for truck drivers picking up containers at night or during the weekend. These measures, however, did not resolve matters. Part of the problem is a shortage of equipment to unload ships and move containers. There could be as many as half a million containers on cargo ships. Additional warehouse workers and truck drivers are needed to process containers and pick up loads. Frustrated by Biden's efforts, Francisco Medina, a local truck driver, observed, even if you are there 24 hours, it's going to be even worse. Why? Because it's going to be more people coming in the terminal who are just going to sit there. It's absolutely ridiculous. By late November, the White House claimed significant progress. For example, the administration showed that the number of containers dwelling nine days or more at the ports were down 41%, which represents an improvement of thousands of TEUs. This frees up valuable space so ships can unload faster. While the White House celebrated, over 40 ships were anchored, waiting to enter the port of Los Angeles. That's considerably more ships than when Biden announced the port deal, nearly a month before. The larger number undermined the administration's credibility. Moreover, environmental interests sounded the alarm. Waiting weeks to enter the ports, ships idled their engines emitting pollutants such as nitrogen dioxide, sulfur dioxide, and fine particulate matter. Plumes of smoke were visible from miles away. Ships were adding dangerous emissions to historically poor air around the ports. Finally, local and national news media eagerly exploited the images of idling ships. The photos provided context for unfavorable storylines and became visual metaphors for port officials' incompetence, deep flaws in the nation's supply chains, growing inflation, and a lingering uncertainty about the economy. The widely acclaimed 60 Minutes television program even visited the ports, reminding Americans that their holiday orders may be stuck on giant container ships, waiting for space to unload at the ports. Flying a helicopter over stacks of containers and scores of ships, 60 Minutes called it an epic traffic jam that no one seems able to untangle. With pressure building, a new queuing policy emerged. Developed by Pacific Maritime Association, the Pacific Merchant Shipping Association, and the Marine Exchange of Southern California, and approved by both Los Angeles and Long Beach ports, a new queuing policy offered pragmatic solutions. The policy encouraged incoming ships to wait out in the open water, rather than near shore. Starting in the third week of November, eastbound ships were asked to wait about 150 miles or more offshore, and boats traveling north and south were asked to sit at least 50 miles out. The policy therefore dramatically reduced the number of ships at anchor, for example, on December 8th, there were only five ships at anchor. Compare this to the 40 at anchor on the week the queuing policy began. With fewer ships at anchor, visible from shore, the port's efforts appeared successful. Also, with ships far out in the open water, concerns about air quality faded. This is sleight of hand. The smaller number of ships at anchor just offshore cannot be disputed. However, the new policy did not decrease the total number of vessels waiting to unload containers. Rather, ships are just now farther offshore, and not classified as physically at anchor. The policy closed the typical anchorages and loitering areas, and forced ships to drift much further out to sea. 
So, the revised method lengthens the wait line. There are still as many ships, or more ships, waiting. They are just placed in a much longer queue, out of sight, out of mind. The long lines of container ships waiting to dock seems to have vanished overnight. Port of Los Angeles director Gene Soroka pointed to the notable drop in the anchor ships as a real sign of progress. The LA Times reported that Soroka attributed that progress to the port's container penalty policies. Quote, Since we instituted a penalty for long-aging containers, the number of ships at anchor has decreased by more than 40% over a four-week period. Michael Benjamin, chief of the California Air Resources Board Air Quality Planning and Science Division, noted the change. Quote, should be positive from an air quality perspective because it significantly dilutes pollution before it reaches the coast and populated areas. Similarly, the Mercury News reported that Deputy Policy Director for the Coalition of Clean Air, Christopher Chavez, noted that the new policy is going to be an important step to improve fuel efficiency, reduce pollution, and actually protect the whales. Meanwhile, the wait time for vessels continues to climb. Once ships reach anchor and are assigned berths, they now wait an average of 21 days to enter the port of LA, as of December. That is a record, and it doubles the average wait time from the spring and early summer months of 2021. Thus, while the queuing policies significantly reduce the number of ships at anchor, the wait to unload has increased. This strongly implies that the port crisis will continue for quite some time. The bottom line. The new queuing policy encourages port authorities to claim increased efficiencies by conflating the reduced numbers of ships near shore, at anchor, with the total backlog of vessels, most of which are drifting miles out at sea. It merely replaces the prior system of classification with one more favorable to the ports and the Biden administration's short-term interests. The policy, in fact, quickly eliminated the most powerful and damaging symbol of the port crisis. With far fewer ships waiting near shore, the port appears to be efficient, and the intense media scrutiny of port operations and of port officials decreases. Finally, less ships congregating in the harbor means less pollution inland. The new policy pleased environmental interests as well. In terms of public relations, the policy is brilliant. Nevertheless, the policy fails to address the harsh quality of persistent bottlenecks and unprecedented congestion. For consumers, manufacturers and retailers, supply shortages, delayed deliveries, surging inflation, and the threats of holiday gifts still on their way are all potent reminders that the ports are overwhelmed. The present supply chain challenges are in fact a reality that sleight-of-hand policies cannot forestall forever. Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to episode 40 of Jaws Bites and episode 6 of Mini Jaws Bites. Happy New Year to everyone listening. It is now 2022 and we're ready to get the party started. If you would like to access the full transcript of this episode, you can access it on the Road Scholar at www.ilovelogistics.com under the article, Sleight of Hand, Performed at the Southern California Ports. Bye!